Whoa. Notify Whoa. me. I hope you're fucking ready. I nope, hope you're fucking ready. No, no. Okay. If you like to We're gonna we're gonna start it off a little different. Um we're not going to do the uh the intro. We're gonna start with a little different uh thing here. What? Let me pull it up. Right. How are you starting this show, Matt? <clears throat> you'll you'll hear. What's up, guys? It's Travis Manny here. Not for yet. The podcast with our yeah. producer Ryan and your host, the Chris Emmy. I forgot he says the. Yeah, yeah, right, and you don't ever give me my fucking pause. That's all I ask for, <laughs> bro. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't touch it. I don't touch no. the intro. So when I go and I pause, that's when the music stops and it's silent. Hey, and then boom. It doesn't always do that. So get your timing better. Um, bullshit, because on my end, I fade it out every time. <laughs> oh, because you fade it out. Well, I don't. <laughs> I let the whole fucking intro that you paid $567 for. It was not that much close, but all right. You guys ready? You're not recording? I am. I was born ready, Captain. I don't even know what I'm supposed to say right now. I've been given no direction. Oh, dick. Today is the first practice. So, the uh, potential comeback of Chris Envy. We're at New Age Wrestling in uh, Mall, Massachusetts. I got in there, thought I could still go, thought, you know, shake the rust off. I'm good to go, right? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anywhere near ready. Um, 15 minutes in, I pinched the muscle in my shoulder. Wrestling's real. It's very fucking real. And, uh, I'm not where I should be mentally. And I know that. But it's not the end. I'll be back again and again and again until I am ready. Because I got one left, one run left in me. It's not ending this one. What's up, guys? I'm Travis Manny. I'm alongside our producer, Ryan and the star of the show, the broken Chris Envy. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Welcome to MVB and Dynasty Podcast. How are you feeling? Um, I feel fantastic. It didn't sound like it. No, we played some shit. audio there, and uh, we so <laughs> we, yeah, we not... kind of got your thoughts on, um, you know, last week we touched on the fact that you're going that you were going to get back in the ring, try to knock some rust off, and start training again. True, true. Sunday, um, we went down and did that. Explain to everybody how it went, because um, there's some speed bumps. So, yes, monumental speed bumps. Um, so we went to New Age Wrestling in the Eastview Mall, Massachusetts. Um, Chris Camaro, head trainer there. Uh, at least he was for us, opened up the gym on a special day just for us. Uh, my son, Maverick, went with us. He, um, well, I'll touch on it later, but he started training. So that was kind of like huge for me. Um, <clears throat> had a couple other trainees. I don't remember their name, Santana and uh, taller guy. Um, in my head, it's been five years, but it's like riding a bike, right? Nope maybe a unicycle. Um, I don't know, man. Like it's all mental at this point. Physically. I know I can do it. I know I can do it. I can call a match in my head. I'm light years 
ahead of where I was when I was wrestling before. But because I'm in my head, because this is the first time I've done anything since 2017 with the broken neck, I was in my head so much that every regular bump that we took to open practice, every bump, I was like, okay, bracing for it. There's certain things you don't do. You don't, don't close your eyes. Don't hold your breath. Don't tense up simple things that you know better. And I did all of them wrong. Every single one. And on a shoulder tackle, I came down I felt the nerve pinch. I've pinched that same nerve a million times. I'll be good in two or three days. But the fact that it happened on day one, when everybody's against me coming back, there's trainees there. My kid's eyes are on me. The camera's on me. My best friend who's in there to, to help me break the ring rust. He's there, all eyes on me. And I fucked up. I dropped the ball day one, 20 minutes in. Um, it didn't do, it, it didn't do any favors for my, my ego or for where my headspace was at on whether or not I could still do this. Right now. I, I was with you, you know, I, I watched it go down and from the outside looking in on the practice, I could tell that, you know, mentally there's some things to get that you, you got to get over. Um, yeah and and kind of push aside and get past that what do you think it's going to take on the mental side of things because obviously you know physically you're you're you do have limitations you know your body is not that of a 25 year old man you know not not even sound like an asshole it's not no you know it's things are different now but mentally that's that's the biggest hurdle right now so i i know i'm gonna get shit for this um there are professional wrestlers and there are hobby wrestlers. Hobby wrestlers are the guys who go out there, wrestle once a month, um, call themselves pro wrestlers, buy pre-made shit on e-lucha. They're indie guys. You know, they're guys who don't put in the, the passion, the dedication, the, the miles. Um, the last couple of years that, that I was an active in-ring wrestler, I didn't train anymore because I was on the road Fridays, Saturday, Sunday, I was in a match. That was my training. Um, you build up the callus to the moves. So I didn't bump. I didn't do any of that stuff. You call a match, go out there. Let's fucking go. Let's go work. I honestly feel if you and I, and I know your training is limited, but you know, wrestling, you know, it may not be the WrestleMania five-star match. We're not getting a Meltzer award, but if you and I just went out there in a ring, fucked around, locked up, did some chain and took a couple bumps. I don't think I would have an issue. I think it's because it's been so long since I've done a, just a standalone bump with Mm -hmm. nothing behind it. I, I mean, at work, I, I, we fuck around with people all the time. Like lock up a guy, put me up on his shoulders and a fireman's carry the other day. Well, probably a month ago now, but nothing. It's fine. Nothing happened. It's fun. You start to feel the adrenaline starts pumping right away. But when you're just standing there and everyone's watching, like, okay, now bump. Bro, I, right. these these bumps need to matter. I don't have many left in me. And and I do feel like, you know, the fact that it was kind of like a whole training session going on and it wasn't more right. that one-on-one you working on you. It was kind of right. like, hey, let's train these guys and you just kind of work yourself into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Makes a little different. And then, you and know, I'm, you got – People coming in, sitting down, you know, 
Um, you got the camera, which that is, you know, that's so we can document, but still, oh, you know, I love the camera. I love the camera. It's a lot on here. Um, I, it's just for me, I feel like I know how to bump. I know I can take a regular bump. It's the moves. I don't know if I can do, you know what I mean? Like in my head, I can, but lockup chaining chaining's always been my weak spot. It's still my weak spot. I got zero training in chaining done this weekend. I know those things I need to work on, but a regular bump, you whip me off the ropes. I'm going to take a fucking bump. Yeah. Like I, I know I can do those things, but to, for some reason I was in my head, I tensed up, I held my breath. I did everything wrong on the way down. I pictured like, don't let your head hit. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Fuck stupid. I know how to do this. Get out there and fucking do it. You know, it's, it's the same in, in any sport though. I mean, you look at football players that, you know, tear an ACL or you look at, you know, any of those kind of injuries and they come back and they, they play scared. Mm-hmm. You know, is what, the, what they mm-hmm. call it. Yeah. And right. even though it's been so long since you experienced those injuries, you know, you're, you're now getting back into it playing scared. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, as, it, as shitty as it sounds, and I apologize in advance, as shitty as it sounds, my number one supporter in everything in life wants nothing to do with wrestling. She knows that it's my passion. So she kind of just turns a blind eye to it. She doesn't want me to ever wrestle again because of how it ended. And it scared her. It scared the kids. I mean, tears yeah. Every, I, for, you know, for all intents and purposes, I was gone, completely gone to them. So day one, all I can think is don't hurt your neck. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt your neck. And so, you can't go into it thinking that. And I did. The other thing I, you know, like I had, um, I mentioned it to you there. I, you got to put more into, in maybe not taking care of your body. You take pretty good care of your body, but the whole, you know, beforehand, get a quick stretch in, then you're in the ring. Really got to make sure you're, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really right. working that out, stretching and, you know, whether you got to fucking bring a roller or, you know, a massage, right. you really got to, you know, make sure you're ready to go before you're getting in there. And, and that's another thing I feel like because we were kind of on a time crunch and because you were so eager to just get back into it, yeah, that, you know, maybe it, it got rushed a little bit. A lot of it. I mean, I did a lot of the stretching. I did the world's greatest stretch. I did, you know, um, What's I did that? a bunch of world's greatest stretch so yeah. picture yourself in a front leaning rest or as you people who don't work out a push-up position get in a push-up position then take either foot say well, all right right foot bring your right foot up to where as close as you can get it to your right hand so you're basically in a mountain climber position now then take that same right hand and reach up to the sky and look up at that hand it stretches the back of your butt, your lower back, your hamstring, your upper shoulders. It just it stretches everything. Also you, sounds impossible. You don't have to go deep into it. <laughs> Even if you only you bring it us. halfway up. <laughs> if you can do a mountain climber, half a mountain climber, you've been getting up from a push-up before. So do it without getting on your knee. You know, like if you're doing a push-up, you always bring that one foot up before you stand up. Do that. And then take that hand that's closest to that foot off the ground and reach up towards the ceiling with it. You're just, you're just twisting at the waist. You're not like reaching up over your head. You're just reaching sideways. You'll have to personally 
show me that move. I definitely will. I'll I'll do a video after this podcast. You can post it tonight. Be like, if you want to know why the fuck Chris looks like a pretzel, tune into this week's podcast. It's a good stretch. But I did a lot of stretching. I did not stretch my neck. I stretched my back, my arms, my chest, my my legs, my my calf. I did I did a decent amount of stretching, not as much as I would normally do before a match, but before a match, everybody does push-ups, you know. Gotta get that swole on. So I was in my head. Um, I'm stiff. Yesterday was bad. I called into work on Monday. Um, wanted to go to a doctor and get a note saying I can't lift shit just because I know my boss will give me shit for not lifting shit. But he didn't at all. He was super supportive. He's like, yeah, whatever. You don't need a note, bro. Just, just get to work. So I did. I went to work. He gave me stuff I could handle. Um, I worked today. Tried to do a little more than I should have. Got pretty pretty sore towards the end of the day, but it's all. St- I mean, it's a team effort. If I can't do something, they know they they got my back, and uh, I got there. So I want to be there for them. So I didn't miss any time from work. Another day or two of just kind of taking it light, man. I'll be ready to get back in there. I don't know if I'm ready for a two hour drive to Massachusetts every week, but um, that other uh, I'll put them out. Standing eight count up in South Glens Falls. Um, he's got a pretty nice school. Maybe I can, we can buy some studio time and get in there or the other one's connect me. Maybe, maybe. Is there anywhere, one. is, is there anywhere where you can have the opportunity to actually do it alone? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Standing eight like without a bunch of other people. Any yeah. of these places. Sunday was supposed to be just me and Furio. And then he asked if I wanted other people there. And in my head, I'm picturing, yeah, let's run some fucking drills. Let's get in there and, and do this for the camera. I wasn't thinking I what I need to do for myself. I was thinking what looks good for camera. Lots of other people in the ring, bumping everybody around, getting myself thrown around a little bit. Looks good for the camera, especially Travis's camera, fucking mint. But um, I should Thank have you. just had me, my brother, or my brother, me, Furio, and Maverick in there, just the three of us. Go over basics, me and Chris do the moves, show my son. But even then, I would have, I know my kids' eyes are on me. I know Travis's eyes are on me. I know Furio, who knows me as a wrestler, who put me over huge to the students there. Um, Richard from New Age Wrestling, the owner, building owner, um, he remembered me from wrestling in Massachusetts. I thanked him for his hospitality. He's like, oh, I know you. I've seen you lots of times and on TV. You've done what other people couldn't twice. I was like, oh, shit. So it was like, all right, he remembers. So I stood out. I, I can still do this. I know I can. But I tried, man. I tried to stretch it out afterwards. I would get down on the ground and try and do some push-ups. And the push-ups would work, and it would loosen it up. And as soon as I stand up, it's like, yeah, you're not doing that today. I tried to lock up with, with my kid. Travis got some footage of that. We locked up pretty good. But as soon as like we let go of the lockup, it tightened right up. So just frustrating more than anything else, man. We drove two hours there, two hours home for 20 minutes of actual quality stuff. And even quality is kind of questionable, but I want to go, man. Like right now, the way I feel right now, if I pop two Tylenol, I want to go, man. I want, I want to go in my head right now. Like if my, if we didn't just get nine inches of snow in my backyard, like let's set this shit up. Tomorrow's going to be 40. Yeah. Get the ring set up. I talked to my wife about getting the shit out of storage so I can save money there because I'm sure I'm I'm poor and cheap. Um, let's set the ring up. That takes a lot of storage away. And then I can get out there every day with my kid. Travis, come over. Ryan, when you come up, 
Get out there, bump around, just fucking have fun. Wrestling's supposed to be fun, not stressful. And right now it's fucking stressing me out on so many levels. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get there though. And and don't like I know you said like with you know having my eyes on you and and your son's eyes and stuff like that. Don't, you know, just get in the zone. You know, fuck everybody else. I'm not you know, judging you. You know that. It's, it's hard to do that when it's an intimate setting and there's like six right. people there. In a crowd, you don't you don't notice. You know yeah. that everybody's there. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's hard. I don't mind people watching. But the the few people watching, it just feels like every little detail is noticed. But it is what it is. I'm not done. I'm definitely not done. No, you're not. Bro. We're going to get you back in there soon. Hey, motherfucker. Sometimes you got to do the fucking little shit and uncomfortable shit like that so that you can work at your fucking skill and get better because it makes you sure. better at the end of the day. It's the same True as story. performing. It's the same as performing in a fucking coffee shop for two dudes with long blonde hair and the lady who makes the fucking coffee. Okay. Because right. I've been You're there. Right. And I'll tell you, it's not easy, <laughs> but it makes you better. Because if you can get those couple of people to be like, yeah, that's it. True. Then you know you yeah. got something. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So shake it the fuck off. Put some Bengay on your fucking sciatica nerve or whatever the fuck it is you did to yourself. <laughs> All right. Get that's out of your fucking like head. Get out of your fucking say, head. Yeah. Stop being a self-conscious fucking pussy because you're not doing it for anybody but you. True. And get the shit fucking done. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But Those now it's a hurry up and wait process. Words of encouragement. They are. <laughs> Well, well done, sir. Well done. Hold on. So, time oh, stamp. Hold on. Okay. Stamp. Stamp is time. Well, if he's running, I'm going to go grab some more wine. I'll be right back. Give me one second. Then we'll dive into Dynasty. So, Chris, real real quick, before we sir. before we go on to Dynasty talk, um, did you did you let her know what went down Sunday yet? <laughs> Are you planning um, on it? Define let her know. Does she know that you uh, participated inside of the squared circle? Yes. Yes. That is okay. a fact. Yes. I did not hide that. So she thinks I. you slipped on ice on your way out of the mall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not really what you really. That's what you went with. It was icy. It was very icy. We got like nine inches of snow. You remember what snow's like, Ryan? Boy, if I was your girl. <laughs> And you came home from wrestling yeah. talking about I slipped on the ice. <laughs> I applaud your effort. It's very icy outside. She probably knows. No, your she, she knew. I told her. I told her ahead of time. I'm going to. I'm going to wrestling training with Chris. Wrestling training, you have a lot more control than than a show, and that's the the issue that New York State Athletic Commission has too. If you and I were to go and and mess around in a ring we're going to go slow and take care of each other. Even if we're having a match, there's certain, we're not going to do four fifties off the top rope and try and super brain busters. We're, we're not going to do that when it's just you and me in a show. I could see Ryan doing it. First thing, get the Ryan doing 450 off the top rope. 450. <laughs> That's the weight. Yo. Sorry. I had to hit it. It was there. That's fucked up. <laughs> it's not. And also that's no, it's fucked not. up. It's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it was dick. there. Why don't we need a wide dick open. button for every time he <laughs> says some <laughs> asshole shit? That was envious. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna just spit this on my fucking computer. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> like what? What fucking accent was that? I don't know. I was trying to trying to be like Ryan. I'm not as cool. Not as cool as Ryan. I all right. But in a show, the first time I ever did a moonsault was in a show that I'd never practiced before. I'd gone up there on the top rope like, okay, I'm gonna do this. No fucking way. I couldn't do it. I was nervous. I jumped over my shoulder like a crossbody, you know, turn around crossbody fucking weak. When the show is there, the adrenaline's going, all the fans are there. You run up the ropes, you hit that fucking moonsault like everybody in the world is watching and you're not afraid. So same thing. She knows if I'm at a show, I'm a lot more likely to get injured than I am at practice because practice, I'm going to yeah. limit myself. Yeah. So, you know, Till it's time to take. Never mind. Till til it's time to do moonsault. <laughs> Till it's time to take shoulder tackle. Through a table. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Off of a ladder. <laughs> that was on top of scaffolding. Oh, Jesus. That was placed on top of a cage. What the? <laughs> the triple cage. <laughs> the three layers this of death. This is what happens in my wrestling universe. <laughs> wow. Did you have toys as a kid? You had wrestling toys? Oh, yeah. You had the cage? Uh, The one, yeah, like a red traditional cage, yeah. With the blue or the plastic gray one? My, my wrestling ring when I was a kid was like the old, it was all blue. It had the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a Hasbro ring. That's WWF. Yeah, my, my, my grandma got it at a Them shits are like worth sale. $300 now. Don't Minimum. tell me that. Minimum. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Remember when they came out with the one that broke? That like had the spot that would break oh, yeah. on it. I did. I had one, or I had a few. Are those chocolate chip? Yeah, Bob. Oh. They look like they, yeah, they need about uh, three more minutes. Those look like pinched nerve perfection. They, they one of them said they look like they need three more minutes, and the other one said they look like pinched nerve perfection. <laughs> I think the pinched nerve looks nice. He's talking about my neck. So then what are we talking about? Cookies? Because yeah, he's making fun of me. Because it's comforting Chris. With his boo-boo. Chris got a boo-boo, so it's, she it's made comfort cookies. It's comfort food. It's comfort food. Would you like another one? I would like another one, just so I could eat it in front of these assholes. No, Wait, that was one of Fuck yourself. I don't want that one. That's so rude. No, I want this one. No, I said take one that's had... Travis can't have one. He said they need three more minutes. Well, he doesn't deserve one. Maybe, so. This one's not even cooked. It yes, needs three more minutes. Eat it. Did someone say three minutes? Three minutes. That's not good. No, you don't get one. Hold on, I just have to. Not your brother. You can cut that out. <laughs> My boss is a dick. He your listens boss? every week. He gets mad when when the podcast isn't up on time. He's like, "Where's your podcast? Where's your podcast?" Like, I don't know, man. All I do is talk. He's a dick. But I didn't talk about him enough last week, so now I got to talk about him two weeks in a row. Batman with a beard. Okay, does Krispy Kreme have a cool logo? Um, what? <laughs> wow. Krispy Kreme. It's just fucking Krispy Kreme. Mike, is it a good font? I don't fucking know. Why? Is Are you going to make a shirt with it? New, new t-shirt? Yeah. Krispy. Ah. Yeah, except you fucking spelt it wrong on the other one. What, how do I spell it? Or we can get punny with it. We can get punny with it and then have it be like a cartoon of you hella sunburnt. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico in four weeks. See? Oh, you and that Speedo that you sent us. Yeah. yeah. 
Disclaimer, right. he sent us a picture of just the Speedo, not him wearing just it. Just the Speedo. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track here. So Chris messaged um, Ryan and I in our little MVME podcast group chat um, talking about You have a mute button plans. when you cough, you bitch. You disrespectful you... bitch. Who are you talking to? Have you no decorum? Ryan just coughed on, didn't hit the mute button, just <laughs> all up on the mic. I don't well, if you don't I'm go watching. fucking lay on a heating pad somewhere and shut your ass up, <laughs> all right. Let this get... man finish his question. <laughs> let's get back to it. So you you brought up in the chat um, that you know it's time. It's time to to put our best foot forward. Dive into this shit. Make it's it happen. What I, said. I said shit or get off the pot. You know what? I'm trying to be <laughs> exactly. You're not trying such to be all a professional. Dick, okay. Dude. You um, know who we are. <laughs> yeah, that's for you. You do that, oh, right, all right? When right. when I send I it did. to you, you fucking you, you take over and talk your shit, okay? Let me be professional for a minute. All right, fine. Okay. So this Fake asshole it. went and said <laughs> that it's time for Dynasty to come back. We're not talking a reunion. Uh we're talking about really putting everything together, coming up with a plan and giving this a real go, you know, really trying this thing fact now i'll let you take over chris you can talk your shit and explain exactly um what prompted you to send that that message to us today because it was kind of out of nowhere yeah i filed my taxes um and (laughs) all right so real talk i i want to start getting the ring ready and and ready to do shows and I want to get gear and I want to get back in the ring and I have all these things I want to do. But one of the things that I don't want to do is pay $1,400 to keep my ring in storage. If I'm not doing anything with it, why am I paying to store a ring that I'm not using? So I talked to my wife and she's like, well, you either need to sell it or do something with it. And she's right. I mean, how many, how long have I had that thing and how many shows have I done in the last couple of years? Pandemic aside, um, it's time to shit or get off the pot. Either we do this and make a real run at it. I mean, a real run, not like, Hey, maybe we can do this and maybe we can book. Like, no, I mean like this week we do this. We get our license this week. We get our bond this week, whatever, whatever it is. We get the venue. I have a deadline. I gave you guys both the deadline. If I can't get a show locked in now, if we're waiting on a license or something, that's one thing we can always postpone the date of the actual show but I want a date. I want a venue. I want a doctor ambulance. Like let's fucking go, man. What are we waiting for? It's, it's March tomorrow. It's fucking March. We've done nothing. Yeah. If we're really good. Yes. I want to wrestle. And I know it's hard for me to do both, but I don't have any shows coming up. I know I'm not doing anything in March because I'm going to Mexico. I got my Maverick turns 18 on Friday, three weeks later, my, my daughter turns eight. And then we go to Mexico a couple of days after that. March is booked. I have nothing but time to spend on Dynasty and getting myself in shape. No, there's no shows for me to do. There's nothing else. We can all make phone calls. We can all send emails. We can all find buildings. Let's fucking do this. Because if we're not going to do it, if I can't announce that we're coming back by the biggest wrestling weekend of the year, then what the fuck is the point? Put that shit on Facebook Marketplace, sell it all, and be done. Oh, if you're gonna sell it, uh, we'll, we'll yeah. If we'll you're gonna sell that ring, out. man, yeah. um, don't yeah, don't you? Uh, that ain't an option unless we talk about it first because uh, <laughs> that's gotta I don't stay want in. To. 
I don't want to. I want to keep it. I want this to be family run. And by family, I don't mean they just have to have the last name Envy. I mean us from the ground up. I'm not changing my last name. Oh, you'll change it, damn it. (laughs) I mean, Envy's a pretty cool last name. It is. It's kind of cool, right? (laughs) I got to change my first name then, too. Because Trap Envy sounds stupid. Trap Envy. Well, it doesn't sound any worse than Mav Envy. Actually, my brother's name is Travis. True story. Sick. We have different dads. He's stuck around. Well, <laughs> that's a different episode. Yeah, I was gonna say, at least one Travis's dad stuck around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I'm at that point where it's like, look, I'm not getting any older because I go backwards. I'm I'm de aging now. <laughs> I just came <laughs> <laughs> out my fucking nose. <laughs> you get old as shit. Okay. Fuck you. Well, you know what? When my shit gets old, I flush it and start over. So it's time to start over. Look, we got, we have things that, that we could have used at the, at, we have different things for the ring. We have different things for an entrance idea. We have lights. We have cameras. We have all kinds of stuff we didn't get to use. Let's fucking do it. Let's use it. What do, what do we spend all this money for? When I filed my taxes, I had to write a bunch of stuff off and I had no taxable income because I didn't make any goddamn money. That's not how you run a business. And if I can't run this like a business, then what am I doing it for? So the one thing, <clears throat> so obviously, you know, I want to put my two cents in there um, as the one guy that has seen all of the footage from the reunion show. Um, the only that has gone back and looked at the matches. The one thing I feel like really needs to be a focus is quality of matches. I'm not saying that the matches weren't good matches. There were some good matches quality that happened at, at the reunion. Um, True. But, you know, there was a few that were kind of, um, I don't know how to put it without coming across like a dick, Drizzling dog uh, shit. Yeah. I mean, it, they just, they looked like they were making a mockery of wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, we got to make Dynasty the place you go when you want to see kick ass wrestling. Okay. So this is what's hard for me because a lot of people, when I tell them it's time to shit or get off pot, and I've had this conversation the last 48 hours with a couple other people, people who were there from, early days yeah. not not man but other people and they're like but how'd you do how did the show do was it a success define success did we sell it out no was it on par with what dynasty was before we took the hiatus no did the fans have a good time yes was everybody 100%. happy healthy and paid yes did they want it again yes so it depends on your level of success i still compare dynasty shows to what they were when Mike King and I were working together and we were three, 400 deep, but there's also those shows that we had in Amsterdam at the, at the Elks club where it was 150 people and it was still a good show. We had big names on some of those shows, Johnstown. We had, um, what the fuck? What the hell is his name? Bob Ackland. Sorry, Bob. And well, this is where I feel like we really need to have like a couple couple guys that are one good characters characters that fans can get behind that are dedicated to dynasty that we right. can you know bring out whether we're you know that we know up. that we can book for 
consecutively for a few shows so you can do something Agreed. actually with them. Right. Agreed. And so the fans, you know, can actually build a connection with them. We also at that point can take them and set up these, you know, like we had talked about before, where we set up these tables and like kind of like convention type things where we go and we just talk to people about Dynasty. Hey, come check us out. You know, and then we have that person there with us. We have the belt. They can take pictures with it. Make right. them want to be a part of Dynasty and want to come out. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's another thing we really have to touch on is making it an experience for people. Right. I agree. Um, with There was another group I had on here with other people who from day one. Um, some things that we'd like... <sighs> Yes, we, there are things that I want to do that were suggested to me or were my own idea um, as far as branding that we have to do this time around, have to. And nobody else, I mean, when I say nobody else, I mean, not WWE, not AEW, nobody is doing what I want to tell you guys off the air. Yeah. And next week, maybe I'll tease a little bit more of it. So the people will tune in, but I will tell you guys today what it is. Yeah, guys. You, you, so we're we're gonna we're gonna drag this out a little bit. We're gonna give you a little <laughs> little pieces, um, but you're you're not getting the whole thing, you know. No, at least not no this way. episode. So, but that's how a wrestling show should be. Look at right, and again, we talk about it ad nausea. The bloodline storyline, two years in the making. I forgot it went back to Jay Jimmy in the beginning. You know, like it. It came so far, but it was a little crumb every single week. And I don't ever want it to end ever. And when it finally does, I have nothing to watch because I don't care about the rest of the show. Yeah. But that's what I want to do. I want to build stories. Yeah. And I, I think you guys are on the same page with that. Oh, a hundred percent. That That's exactly Absolutely. what we've talked to, to you about since, you know, day one, when we all, the three of us got together and, um, you know, on the first Facebook video yeah, yeah, chat, yeah. you know, yeah. the three of us, it was all story driven story is what's going to bring people together and make them get invested into the product. Right. Got to right. tell stories. And now there's no so, reason why we can't build an entire show around a story, have it be the co-main event and still bring in a name to bring the people in and allow them to get invested in the story that we're telling while they're there. You so know, it, I, I know my kids don't listen to this podcast because they don't listen to me when I talk and at home. But when you guys first asked how my storybook ending would go, I told you guys, and you guys can go back to episode, whatever mm -hmm. uh, my, my ideal storyline is to hand this off to one of the kids, but the kids don't like wrestling. I know they don't. My storyline is probably going to end in a tag team because as I get older, I'll have even less that I can do. And, you know, some some dissension among the ranks of the tag team and have it go down that way. Probably two weeks later, Maverick came to me. We watched that bloodline segment. And about a week later, he's like, I think I want to start wrestling. No correlation to the two. The conversation was never had. I never told him he's upstairs and doesn't hear the podcast when we're recording the fact that he actually wants to do it right now. And he wants to train and he's planning gear and he's watching old footage and he's talking about old wrestlers. Like the kid's putting in his work right now. Yeah. He's sending me pictures on a, today was a snow day. He sent me a picture. He's like of his lunch. 
It was like all healthy shit. And he's like, it's that dog in me. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, who, <laughs> well, send that dog that over here, okay? Because I need, <laughs> I need him. No, but and and you know, I feel like it was the same thing with him um, that we talked about earlier. You know, I thought for his first training ever, taking some yeah. bumps, doing stuff, right. it was great. But I also feel like he felt like he was under a lot of pressure too with having the yeah. extra people there. And you know, his dad's a wrestler. You know, he's. Yeah, yeah. He but feels also, like, like he's under a micro microscope, and it's also tough when you're taking a class with kids who you know who what level they're at. You take a vet, being me, who you who I know what I can do, and then you take Mav, who's kind of like super green. It's hard for any trainer to find that right happy medium. Like Maverick's bumped before, but he's not, he hasn't bumped like actually bumped. In years, he was probably eight, yeah. nine years old when he when he took his last bump. The kid's about to turn nineteen. He doesn't run the ropes. He knows how, but it's been forever. Has he been slammed? Has he been beat up in the ring? Yeah, but when the ring's set up, all the kids ever want to do is run against the ropes and get on the top turnbuckle. Yeah, that's it. So for him to, he didn't know how to get up and do the bump feed, bump feed. He didn't know how to do that. Right. And I'm trying to like, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but. You kind of got a baby spoon, man. Like, yeah. here comes the airplane. Open your mouth. No, and that that was cool too, because I remember, like, you know, when I did that little bit of training, the whole, you know, bump, get up to the right, you know, the yeah. whole thing. Yep. I was like, yep, right, yeah. Next time you gotta back. get in there more with the camera. Uh, yeah, well, that's the problem. Is you know, it's hard to run the camera and get in there. That's why I set it up on the tripod. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have something running the whole time so we can get footage of it all. But I next gotta, time, I got I another kid. I can. I got an almost 16 year old. She turned 16 in April. She can come. She can record. Yeah. She makes great cookies. Just slightly undercooked, but you know what? You don't slightly have to cook a camera. So you, know, you don't have you'll to cook a camera. Right. <laughs> so we um you know, I think that's all we're gonna give you guys about, you know, a dynasty return, at least on this episode. But we'll kind of break it down similar to how we're breaking down Chris's return to the ring. Each episode. We're going to give you a little bit, you know, we'll give you a little bit what we're working on. You're not getting it all, but just enough to keep your interest. And, you know, just the tip, um, just, just, you're just getting the tip. And then oh, you hi, push buddy. it all the way in and that's how butt <laughs> sex happens. Oh, hi, Chris. Umbly. Umbly. It's envy. Chris, have onion. some respect. <laughs> Say what's up, Chris onion. <laughs> He's getting scolded by dad right now. Yeah, I apologize for my my child. Travis um, learned to mute himself. <laughs> well, could you please teach the producer? <laughs> no, I I use my uh, my actual podcast recorder that I have. I Says the guy who fucking keeps stopping to talk about cookies and whatever the fuck else is going on in the background. Talk about you me don't... mute myself, please. Like you don't talk about cookies, Ryan. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? Where What's are your you? favorite cookie? What's your favorite? Cookie? I don't. I don't like sweets like that. Yeah, for real. Not a, not a what do you snack guy. on? I'm not a sweets guy. Uh, uh, snack you're watching a game. Guy. What do you eat? Well, I mean, if we were watching the game, it'd be like a cool snack. It'd be like some sort of cool dip or something. Yeah. Mm. Like nice chips or like pretzels. Or Depends like... on the dip. Could be even a pita if you got the right mm. dip. Yo, mm. let me just tell you guys real quick. They have these um, everything little pita bites. Uh, price chopper. I know you don't have a price chopper by you, Ryan, but 
and then they have this everything dip. Holy fuck, it's so good. Uh, oh, that was all though. Um, <laughs> I'm a bad chip eater. I I eat a lot of chips. I've been a lot better lately. Chips. But... You're you're fucking getting shredded. Oh, I forgot. Turn. All right, back on the game tomorrow. Back on the game. I just yeah. had two cookies. Yeah, motherfucker. What? How are you supposed to take the ring shit serious if you can't even take your diet serious? Diets are temporary. Because his head's not actually in it. He needs to get his a head diet out of his ass is more, in the game. Exactly, because a diet is more mental than anything. Diet is temporary. You change your eating habits. You don't diet. You diet to lose 10 pounds, and you lose 10 I pounds, like and what happens? That was what? really motivating. You should say that again. <laughs> no, he laughed. <laughs> I like that. See, that's that's some positive shit you said right there. That's real shit. I wasn't it's being true. a dick. I was I wasn't being a dick. I was being serious. If you diet, you diet to lose ten pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds, whatever. Then you lose those thirty pounds. And what's the first thing you do? You eat fucking cake and cupcakes and cookies and pizza. You throw it all away. You need to change your eating habits. Change your lifestyle. That's when the results start to happen. And I really have. I mean, not completely. I just had two cookies, yes. But I also had a salad with dinner. No, I, I mean, didn't snack today at, at work. All jokes I, aside, I told you, you know, when when I got to the fucking uh, spot, I'm like, dude, you're fucking, you're looking good. Yeah, yeah. You know, you did you're you're that, in shape, that's for sure. That's still not where I need to in the midsection, but whatever. Crop top season's coming. You know, damn sure it is. And I, I know can't you just wait. my balls. I know you talk shit, but that's how I retort. I, no, also I, I wasn't talking shit though. No, you're busting my balls. Like you gotta get you get your diet straight. Oh yeah, yeah no, definitely get not. your fucking diet straight. But you know, yeah, true. Like I said, but I man. do. Ash makes good food. I don't usually have breakfast. Like I might. Here's my day. I wake up three o'clock. Go to the gym four o'clock. Not yesterday or today because I'm fucking crying like a little bitch. I'm hurt. I go to the gym four o'clock. Four to five. I drink my pre workout and whatever. When I leave work four forty, get to work at five. In that time, I have uh, a beach bar, a healthy granola bar type thing, breakfast thing. Then I fast throughout the whole day. I drink a shit ton of warm water, um, not like hot water, but warm water. Then I come home, I have a small salad, and then I have whatever Ash makes for dinner because Ash doesn't make shit dinners. She doesn't make like, we're, not, we're having hot dogs and mac and cheese once in a blue moon, but usually when I make it, we don't do pizza. Like tonight, I don't even know what we had tonight. Oh, rice, uh, pork chops, and salad. So good dinner. And then Usually I don't have a snack or maybe I'll have a shake. The last couple of days I have had snacks because I'm angry and I'm in pain. So, but I really have been eating much better. It used to be like, wake up, grab a fucking frozen piece of frozen pizza from the night before, eat that on the way to work, work out, go to work, get fucking Burger King or Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. Eat shit. Lunchtime, eat shit. Break time, go get something out of the vending machine, go home, grab a bag of chips, and then that, that's my problem right now. I was doing so good for quite a while and fell off. And now I'm like, it is hard. It's hard to fucking get back yeah. on that shit. Yeah, it is. Cause you're like, ah, oh, start Monday. Yeah. Why the fuck are you going to start on Monday? What the hell? What did well, I keep saying that about the gym too? You know, I went to the gym one time, uh, last week and I'm like, nope, I'm going to keep coming. But I went after work, which I want to get up earlier in the morning and go before yep. work. It's and hard. every time I say it, I wake, my alarm goes off at five. I wake up, I hit snooze. I go right back to bed. Yep. <laughs> you know, like yep. I, but you know what? You get two or three days in there. Two or three days will make you be like, I can fucking do this. And you, you legitimately start to feel better. 
Yeah, I and did it, it for a while. I was getting up at fucking four thirty-five in the morning, going to the gym. Yeah, and It'll it happen was again. good. You just and gotta want it. Fucking, yeah, but then the problem is, you know, you take a day or two off, and then yeah, preach. Fuck. So the workouts that we've been doing on Monday through Friday, because I don't work weekends, so I don't have mm-hmm. to get up on weekends. This is actually the last week of our eight-week program, and it's only three days. It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I didn't do Monday. Today's a rest day. So tomorrow I will do Mondays. And then rather than rest on Thursday, I will do Wednesdays. And then Friday will be the last day. So I'll have before and after pictures. They're probably not going to be good because the last two days I have not been good. But I feel good. And Hey, you, you know, know, just fucking fast, fast, fast and drink a lot of water. <laughs> yep, that's it. Take it till you make it. All right, guys, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Make sure you go to EnvyMePodcast.com. That is where you find all things Envy Podcast from all of our episodes, anything in the archives, any videos we have out on YouTube, and, of course, our shop where you can go get some of the T-shirt designs that we have available there. EnvyMePodcast.com. Make sure you check us out. That's all we got for you this week right here on Envy Me a dynasty podcast. Give us five motherfucking stars, goddammit. Five stars. Get to wreck it, let's begin. Party on, party people, let me hear some noise. DC's in the house, jump, jump, rejoices. There's a party over here, a party over there. Wave your hands in the air, shake the dairy, yeah. These three words mean you're getting busy. Whoop, that is Hitman. all about now it's time for to get on the mic and make this mother party hot i'm taking it back to the old school because i'm an old fool who's so cool if you want to get down i'm gonna show you the way there it is let me hear you say
to the fly from the school of old. Hardcore, keep the folklore wreck. Three to the two, and one mic check. Mass skill, flow ill on the mess of steel. That's the grill of the microphone I just killed. Party people, it's your party tag team is through. Whoop, there it is, I thought you knew. Whoop.